or like there was a crack in there somewhere. The answer is to be made whole through the power of Jesus Christ and the anointing of the Holy Spirit. Um, Ladies, y'all come on. We might have to move this up. Did everybody get one of these cards when you came in? Okay. Angela, can you hand some of these out for me, please? I don't feel like hurting my back. <laughs> can you go up with it? Just right on the edge. <laughs> Jessica, can you give Angela some of these, please? While the service is going on, I'm going to get out of the way and let them tell you about what God's doing through the ministry of Teen Challenge. Raise your hand if you didn't get one of these. Um, When you get this in your hand, if you can hold this in your hand for the whole service for me, and I want you to start praying. If one of these ladies touches you, I would ask that you would consider sponsoring them this morning. It's $35 a month. You can start writing them letters. If you're at Walmart and they have a sale on shampoo and you're like, I'm going to buy my girl some shampoo and text me, hey, Jess, I'm sending in some shampoo and some socks or whatever. Uh, Just pray while the service is going on because some of you will be the only contact they have with anyone outside of Teen Challenge. They're here. They're trying to get their life right. Maybe they've burned all their bridges. No one's sending letters. There's no one to call. And so we want to connect with you guys this morning. Um, But I'm going to get out of the way and ask that you guys would pray while the service is going on. I don't know why I'm so nervous, but I am. Okay. I'm going to cry a lot, so it's okay. Um, My name is Heather, and I'm 26 years old. I'm from Youngsville, Louisiana, and I'm the youngest of three girls. My parents raised us in a loving Christian home and made sure that we were in church every time it was open, anytime they'd let us in. Um, We moved state to state five times before my fifth grade year, so I learned how to adapt and make friends quickly, but knew not to get attached because we'd leave soon again anyways. I always excelled in academics growing up, and by the time I was in high school, I realized it had been about five years since we last moved, so I decided that I might as well get comfortable. I began experimenting with drinking and smoking in high school. By the time graduation came, I smoked marijuana daily, but I learned how to hide this habit behind my accomplishments. After high school, I began dating a guy and felt like I had it all. Money, alcohol, and material possessions, whatever I wanted, I got. I started college in the fall of 2015, and shortly after, I began taking Xanax occasionally. The next summer, I was arrested for possession of Xanax and marijuana. After an overnight stay in jail, I don't even remember. I was out and swore to myself that I'd never go back to that, but instead I replaced it with drinking. Almost exactly a year after this, I was arrested for driving under the influence of alcohol after wrecking into a ditch. This same night, my boyfriend broke up with me, and I was so blinded by my addictive behaviors that I was devastated that he'd leave me at such a time as this. After another overnight stay in jail, I was out again and decided to devote all my time to school and working.
Only a little while later, I was introduced to opiates by a manager. And after a few months, but after a few months, I went back to drinking because it wasn't as illegal, right? In the summer of 2019, I tried heroin for the first time. Not even a month later, and I was a daily IV user. But I figured that if I just continued to pursue my degree, maybe no one would notice. This continued to be my thought process for two years. And in May of 2021, I graduated from UL with my bachelor's in marketing. At this point, I knew how bad my addiction had gotten, but I felt too far into it and too far from God. Little did I know that God was going before me and making a way for my healing. Exactly one week after I graduated, my parents broke into my bathroom and found me. It's only by the grace of God that I woke up. I immediately expected the worst from them. But I was met. I was not met with, ju- with judgment. I was met with compassion and love. My parents had never stopped praying for me, even when it seemed that all hope was lost. Ten days after graduating college, I entered Louisiana Adult and Teen Challenge. Since being here, I realize now that God has never left me, even when I was running as far from him as possible. He allowed what was necessary for me to recognize my need for him. Jesus overcame the world so that I can come to him for my redemption. I lost my mamma in September, and I felt peace that I know can only come from God. I have learned to rely on him for strength in moments of weakness, and I have learned that vulnerability is necessary in order for him to fully heal my heart. I've given him my feelings of rejection, insecurity, fear, and shame, and he has replaced those areas with acceptance, courage, and peace. I have developed a personal relationship with my Savior, and I have learned to trust him in every circumstance. The verse I stand on is Isaiah 26, 3-4. You will keep in perfect peace all who trust in you, all whose thoughts are fixed in you. Trust in the Lord always, for the Lord God is our eternal rock. He is who I run to, for I know that he knows everything about me and still loves me with his entire heart. I have been made new, and I know that through his Son I have been reconciled to my Father. So I've never, uh, I'm, we're going to keep rolling, but I feel prompted by the Holy Spirit to say, uh, we have a girl giving testimony whose mom is a faithful member of the church in Generation House. My brother's here this morning. We used drugs together. We have um, a mother and a son. And I feel like the Holy Spirit's leading me, a, a graduate, her granddaughter's here to say as we go this morning, if we could just pray against generational curses uh, in families. Maybe you have a son or a daughter who's using right now, and we need to just stand together as a body of believers against generational curses because we're serving God together today. My brother right under me works for Teen Challenge, and so as the service continues, I just feel led that as a, a body of believers, we need to come together and say, you will be free. You will not live the life your mom lived. Your granddaughter will serve God all the days of her life. Our children are going to serve God. And so I'm going to get out of the way again. <laughs> but I felt like the Holy Spirit was leading us to be unified as a body of believers to come against generational curses today.
Hi, all. <laughs> I'm Madison, and I'm 18, and I'm from Houston, Texas. Um, I didn't grow up in a very stable home, and from the time I was three to the age of 10, I lived with my mom. We moved a lot, and she could never really provide properly for me and my brothers. We never had food or lights on in our house in the houses we lived in. She was very abusive to us in many ways. When I was 10, she told me to pack my stuff, and my dad came and got me. That was the last time I saw or heard from her. The first year with my dad was amazing. Um, but he had a heart attack due to his bad drinking and diet. After his heart attack, he changed completely. He became very abusive mentally and physically. When I was 11, I was introduced to marijuana, and this started my rebellion phase. As my dad got worse, so did I. I started trying other drugs like acid, ecstasy, and THC. As a result, I was in and out of different homes. After living with my grandma for a year, I went back to live with my dad. But after two weeks of being there, my dad tried to sexually abuse me. And not long after, I tried to take my life and stayed at a mental hospital for a week. Coming out, I had no home to go to, but my aunt and uncle in Bossier decided to take me in and give me a home. They helped me get a job and a car and left me without condition. They were so good to me and tried to teach me about God, but I rejected them and I hurt them very bad. So they gave me a choice, either go to foster care or come to Teen Challenge. And so I chose Teen Challenge. <laughs> Coming here, I didn't believe in God and I didn't really care to either. But slowly and surely, God showed me who he is and I surrendered my life to him. Since then, God has done nothing but heal me and love me. He has healed me from depression and has given me hope. He showed me the love and care I never experienced or received as, received as a kid. He's given me a love for him that no one can take away. He fights for me even when I don't want to fight for myself. Since being in Teen Challenge, I've become an auntie, and God's restoring my relationship with my family. He's providing ways for me to restore the relationships I broke and healing their hearts as well. My dad has surrendered his life to Jesus, and God is working on the rest of my family. God has brought me so far and has shown me so much. There will never be enough paper to explain all God's done for me, and there will never be enough words or praises to express how much I love my God. So the verse I'm standing on in this season is Psalms 25, 4 through 5. Lord, direct me throughout my journey so I can experience your plans for my life. Reveal the life paths that are pleasing to you. Escort me along the way. Take me by the hand and teach me. For you are the God of my increasing salvation. I have wrapped my heart into yours.
Hello, my name is Destiny. I'm 22 years old and I'm from Minden, Louisiana. I grew up in what I would consider a wonderful home. I was very sheltered. I was always with my dad hunting and fishing. Around the age of 12, I can remember finding out that my mom and dad were actually my aunt and uncle. This is where rejection and abandonment would start to grip my life. I would go on wondering why I was never told or why my biological parents didn't want me. I believe that the root of rejection and abandonment caused me to develop a victim mentality. I felt like the world was against me. At 16, I would move out of my mom and dad's and begin using pills and cocaine daily. At the age of 16, I found myself in a jail cell for the first time. After this, I would begin selling drugs because it made me feel like I was needed by others. At the age of 17, I met my biological father, and it didn't turn out the way I thought it should. Not long after, I would begin using meth daily. In result of my bad decisions, I would be in and out of jail several different times. My mom and dad washed their hands with me, but would still supply me with a vehicle and house so my mom could sleep at night knowing I had somewhere to sleep. The more they would do for me, the more I would use and abuse them. My biological mom made the decision to come to Teen Challenge and change her life. If it wasn't for her, I wouldn't know anything about Teen Challenge. I landed in jail this final time, charged with theft of an automotive. I was broken, hopeless, and left with no one to call for help. I wouldn't be here today if it wasn't if it wouldn't have been for a praying mom and a merciful God. What I thought was an arrest was only a rescue. I was offered the opportunity to come to Teen Challenge. I walked through the doors October 2nd, 2020. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> This is where my testimony truly began. I rededicated my life to God shortly after arriving there. I was baptized in water and spirit. I would surrender majority of my life to God, but still tried to control what I thought I could. If I could be honest, I was here because my family wanted me to be. I wasn't giving God my all, and I began to backslide in my growth. If it wasn't for godly leaders who fought for me, even when I didn't feel the need to fight for myself, there is no telling where I would be. But neither God nor my leaders gave up on me. I was offered the opportunity to restart this time only for the right reasons. Since arriving at the Minden Family Center on July 12, 2020, I have surrendered my will to God completely. I have allowed God to tear down walls that I never knew I even had. I am no longer addicted to men or drugs. God has restored me to my family. Mine and my sister's relationship is better than it's ever been. I have 20 plus sisters that I walk this out with daily. (laughs) Since my restart, I have uh, laid two family members to rest that I was very close to. In that moment, I had a peace that came only from God. I ran to God instead of trouble. I was able to meet my biological family members that I have never met before. I'm able to be there for my family mentally and physically now. After my internship, I plan on staying with Teen Challenge until God releases me. I would like to pour back into the ministry that helped save mine and my mother's life. And the verse I stand on in this season is Psalms 118, 13, and 14. I was pushed back and about to fall, but the Lord helped me. The Lord is my strength and my defense. He has become my salvation.
what I heard. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. <laughs> That's the common theme this morning, ain't it, sister? <laughs> so we're closing, and then I'm going to, um, we have one more thing. The girls have a new drama they've been working on. We're going to try it for the first time today. <laughs> what a What a better, not a better place to try it. So uh, I do want to talk about Teen Challenge for a minute just because I, I didn't give the spiel because most of you know, but just in case, we are a 12 to 18 month inpatient residential treatment facility for anyone you know that needs help. We are tuition free. We do not charge. We do have a one-time induction fee, but we will never turn anyone away that uh, can't afford it. We have people who love and believe in us and churches who help us. We have a product table. We make all of that stuff. Uh, So come by our table. That helps support the program. If you're ever in Winfield, we have a thrift store. We just opened a food truck. I really didn't know what I was getting into with that. (laughs) But it's been awesome so far, a lot of hard work. Um, The men have a cafe in Dotson. So we have... A ton of things. The plants, my brother uh, uh, runs all the greenhouses, so if you buy a plant, you're supporting Teen Challenge. So um, I want to close with this. I believe Teen Challenge works because after people encounter Christ and they get set free, we set them on a road of discipleship and help them get plugged into accountability. So you have churches like this who partner with us. So we help develop spiritual discipline, teach them to read their Bible, uh, introduce them to Jesus. Because there's nothing special about Teen Challenge. It's just the vessel that God uses to introduce people to Christ and sit them still long enough um, to to help them learn. So uh, I think they have a mugshot. I want to tell you real fast what Teen Challenge did for me. Oh, yeah, that is who Teen Challenge took. That, yes, that's, um, I was at the end of a 15-year addiction. I got introduced to prescription pills in college. Uh, I was partying a little bit already, but, uh, and you know, it quickly spiraled out of control. I wound up in prison for four years, um, my brothers were fighting their addictions as well. Someone told me about Teen Challenge, and it was the hardest thing to leave them because I felt like I was abandoning my family. And so I want to tell you, if you have someone that doesn't want to go because they think there's so much pull here, if you don't surrender your life, Jesus says, what does Jesus say? If you want to keep your life, you have to lose it. So leaving them was the hardest thing I ever had to do. They, Three of them went to prison right after I left, and another one was overdosing. I got to Teen Challenge, and they taught me how to surrender my life to Christ. And that was 11 years ago. I haven't put poison in my body in 11 years. Praise God. I felt the call to full-time ministry but I still felt like I was abandoning them. And Jimmy was sending me letters from prison. He was leading, he had gotten radically touched in prison and started leading Bible studies from prison. 
Jeremy calls me. He was sitting in his living room one night doing drugs. And he said, I just flushed my drugs. And he said, are you praying for me? You need to stop. (laughs) He said, I just flushed a lot of money down the toilet. (laughs) And he said, I'm never going to do drugs again. And I didn't believe him until a week later. He said, I just threw my cigarettes away. He's like, stop praying for me. (laughs) Jimmy, you know, God's moving in his life. He's getting delivered from meth. His daughters. So simultaneously, Jimmy and Jeremy are like, God's touching me. I'm getting delivered. But it was because I chose to stay, y'all. I had a daughter at home, and I chose to stay. I surrendered my life to the call of God. Since coming to Teen Challenge, I've had my daughter back. She wants to be a doctor. She's looking at LSUS, and then she'll go to med school after that. She's saved. She's delivered. How long have you been free, Jimmy? Four years? Six years? Yeah. Okay. He's faithful in church, faithful supporter of Teen Challenge. My niece is here in Children's Church today. My other brother works for Mount Grace for Men. Um, But I want to say this. God snatched us from the hand of death. If you would have told me 11 years ago that this was waiting here on me, I would have surrendered a long time before that. I wasted 15 years of my life in and out of jail, in and out of prison. But that same freedom is available to anyone who wants it. It's just one act of surrender. That's all it takes, one act of surrender. So you guys, take some brochures, please. Keep them in your car door. If you're not courageous enough to say, listen, I know your life's affected by addiction, let Teen Challenge do it for you. When I, when I came, my ex-mother and father-in-law said, if you'll go to Teen Challenge, we'll give you $50 a month, and we'll bring Addison to see you once a month. And there's no way they could have known that the return on that investment would continue to pay off 11 years later. Ladies, come. That sponsorship card we handed out, we're closing with this. But for $35 a month, you can sponsor one of our ladies. We have men on the table at Dodson from Dodson. We have women and children at the Menden Center as well on our table if you want to sponsor a mom with a child. And if you sponsor a student today, you can take anything for free off the table you want as a free gift. But I want to say... This is a way to be the hands and feet of Christ. If you want to know how to support someone that's struggling or how you can help someone get their life back, the sponsorship program can do that for you. Uh, Pastor Ginger, thank you for making the trip to Winfield so much. It is a drive. (laughs) But we couldn't do what we do without Jordan, without you. All the support uh, we appreciate and we love you guys and we love this church.
right. That was awesome, huh? Woo! Man, what a service this morning, huh? Woo! Woo! Where's my Ric Flair fans at? Woo! Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So the anointing's still flowing and we know it. We ain't, we ain't ignorant of the fact that God is moving. Amen? We're going to take care of a little bit of business and then we're going to really take care of business, okay? So this is what we're going to do, y'all. We're going to be taking up an offering on your way out. Uh, if you would, Miss Deborah, Miss Deborah has a bucket back there. We also have the sewing machine in the back. Offering, we're going to collect an offering, offering for Teen Challenge today. Uh, the church has already written its check. We'll just add to it whatever y'all do, and uh, we'll send them on the way, and they'll be blessed, okay? So on your way out, that's what we'll be doing. In the meantime, Pastor Ginger, we're going to let Jordan do that? Okay, cool. So that's the housekeeping portion of it, okay? So that's the housekeeping. So as you leave and... I mean, can they consider themselves dismissed at this point if they got um, things to do? Kind of. Just let you do it? Okay. I'm going to let her do this, but that's the that's the housekeeping portion of the service today. Thank you. Um, so, wow, guys, that was amazing. Every time Teen Challenge comes, it just really touches our hearts personally. And y'all are a very unified group. I can see that in your group that y'all are very in sync with each other. Y'all are very supportive of each other. And it's very evident looking at you guys together, how supportive y'all are. And I remember talking to somebody last time I was there and they said, this is a real unified group. And y'all really are. You can see the support that you all have for each other. And, you know, the crazy thing is, Y'all are going to go through life together and see more testimonies come and pray for each other because, you know, Teen Challenge is an amazing, safe place, right? And some people have to go back home to their children and stuff like that. So pray for each other. Remember that. I'm still very close with a lot of the women that I got to be in the program with. It's really blessed my life. But something that we want to do is you guys always go on ministries and y'all just pour out, right, because y'all are just getting filled up. Well, we want to pour into you ladies so i want all of you ladies to come and stand up in a line right here and i'm gonna need the generation house girls jody allison marvely uh pastor ginger so that means you emily that means eugenie jessica uh let's see who else miss dorothy please let's see let's see i don't know if mr devin's here he's probably helping miss deborah you know if you want to come please oh she's got the thing okay gotcha all right, and everybody line up, and everybody grab a lady. Everybody else, y'all are dismissed to go. Chris, if you want to come, that'd be great. And we're just going to love and just pray over them for a minute, but thank y'all so much for coming. Please don't forget to, that we're taking up an offering. We really want to bless them because they need us to make this work, okay? Thank y'all so much for coming.